Did you know you're inside? Inside Ottawa. Podcasting from the Ottawa Alert Underground Studios in downtown Kansas City. And this is a podcast made for you. This week's Inside Auto Alert podcast introduces you to two of Auto Alert's summer interns. Austin and Mackenzie sit down with Joey and Jennifer talking college, social media, Generation Z, and how their generation buys cars. We are also excited to bring you the second episode of Inside Auto Alert's very own game show, Dang It, I Should Have Known That. And we welcome back last week's champion, Matt Koppel, as he gets ready to take on this week's challenger, product consultant, Kristen Duggan. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. Downstairs into storage B. No. Episode. Opposin. You said Ottoman, and now I'm saying Oppisins. Austin, you're distracting me, but we have to start the podcast. This is episode nine of the Inside Out Alert podcast. As always, uh, my name is Jose Poqueño. Uh, in Spanish, means Joey Lobo. Oh yeah, that's kind of cute. You like that? What your yours would be Jennifer Lobo. Yeah. Is there a that's Hennif- right. Hennifer? Since J's are pronounced like H's. Yeah. And it, well, my nickname is JJ, so it'd be. What would it be? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, Lobo. What? Oh my God, is that my rap name? Yeah, it's your rap. No, it's not your rap. You can come up with anything. What's you up, want hey, hey, Lobo? Uh, Jay Lo better watch out. Welcome. That's Jennifer Lobo. Uh, Jennifer Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer uh, Wolf, uh, our uh, Auto Alert Corporates Communication, Corporates, Corporate Communication Manager. Uh, yes. Joining once again, Drew Black not here because we need an extra microphone for who we have in the studio uh, today. Before we let's go ahead and introduce them. Yeah, let's. And, I'm so uh, excited. And then from that we can. Uh, uh, I'm gonna put a little Johnny Coltrane on in the background because we were talking about uh, background music. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. So I got some Johnny Coltrane. I got some uh, some Charlie Parker, but I also have Wu Tang and Beastie Boys too. So. Oh sure. We can change it for whatever we need to change it for. Yeah. So. Okay. How's that? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think Johnny Coltrane there. I th- I think that. Um, <laughs> Do you guys even know who Johnny Coltrane nope, is? Not a clue. A bit before my time. Oh, yeah, but he's a bit before I my time too. But I know who he is. That. Well, I mean, that doesn't. It's not just because he says it doesn't mean it's exclusive for him to only say a bit before his time. It's an amazing jazz uh, mm-hmm. artist. Uh, did played one of the uh, the most the is hardest this Christmas jazz. music. Sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a, it's these are a few of my favorite things from Sound of Music, which yeah, is mostly played in the Christmas time. I, I'm a, it's my jam. So it's not I mean, a Christmas song. Uh, true, but it's played during Christmas. Yeah, it's played. During you can't Christmas. just label this as a Christmas song. It's a, it's a. I think we're gonna have to fact check this because I do feel like so it's played. I'm gonna introduce. Late. I'm gonna yeah. introduce the one that I've been working with the most, and then I'm gonna have you introduce the the one that you uh, were excited. Not that you weren't excited that Mackenzie's here, but you oh, were excited, excited that excited. that is on uh, the podcast. So first, I want to introduce uh, Mackenzie Johnston. She's an intern uh, with the marketing department. She originally from uh, from Alabama, Roll Tide. Um, and uh, you were you born in Alabama? Born and raised. Yeah, she doesn't oh, believe that she has goodness. a little bit of that uh, that Alabama twang at all. But I think you'll hear it a lot today in the in the podcast. <laughs> it's adorable. Oh, Mackenzie Johnston, everybody, say hello. Hello. Oh, I got this now. I have this now. Hold on. Wait. So it's Johnston and Johnson. Yeah, I'm with a T. Mm-hmm. That is very confusing. So you want to introduce kids. your, your friend here? Yeah, so we got Austin Johnson without a T, who um, is here local, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he goes to Park University. Mm-hmm. Or is it Park? Yeah, yeah, not Park Hill. Okay, Park University, right. right? Isn't Park Hill where all the rich kids go? 
I guess. Like, yeah. That, yeah? yeah. Oh, really? Born okay. and raised in Kansas City? Yeah. Missouri or Kansas side? Missouri. You're a Missouri kid? Yep. All mm-hmm. right. So, um, yeah. You guys, yeah, both both of you guys in the SEC, so with Missouri and uh, is Alabama. Is Mizzou in the SEC? Yeah, they Barely. are. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you folding your arms over there, Mackenzie. Look like you, uh, you're you coming in here with attitude. What's going on? I'm just she's trying a, to keep myself up straight. Right, you know? yeah, because it's, it's, well, these microphones, are sometimes for short people, it's a little difficult. But it that's is. okay. You're rocking it. It's fine. Thank you. So, so every- like Austin is um, on the fourth floor yeah, what with do you do? our... Product yeah. development, product yeah. management. Yeah. Dev. Uh, yeah, I'm working with Pando. Team. Pull that mic a little bit more over to you, so so we can hear you. I'm working with Pando Team, so Joe and Carlos. Pando mainly. Team X. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, like, yeah, that sounds fancy. Yeah. That's a lot of energy there for you. Yeah. mackenzie has <laughs> been working with me uh, closely on a few projects. Um, works generally out of the marketing department, mm-hmm. uh, but Todd Napier is like, hey man, if you can put her to work, put her to work. So far, so good. So good. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, do you ever get labeled as as? Uh, a, like you, I want to. I don't want to say this in a negative way, but like an <laughs> attitude. Oh, like, do you do you have that attitude, that Southern Belle attitude? Uh, I wouldn't say Southern Belle, but I mean, there is an. Attitude. I've been called sassy a little. Sassy. There's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, maybe. Get, are you sassy, Austin? No, not usually. <laughs> no, what do you get labeled as usually? He's chill, yeah, right? He's goofy. Goofy and chill. Goofy. Yeah. All, right, all right. But he's got the best hair. I wish you could see, <laughs> like the hair with the curls on top. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank nice. You. I mean, I really try. I try to make my hair do that, but Ogilvy Perm could not do that. Mackenzie, if you and I had that same conversation, wouldn't it be the creepiest conversation ever? That's probably true. If I sat here and went, I love her hair. It's so, look at the, <laughs> look at the straightness of it, right? It is actually very straight and shiny and super healthy. Jennifer Wolf's like the ultimate hype woman. Mm-hmm. Am I? Auto alert. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, hey, hey, Lobo. That's what she's about. <laughs> so let's get started uh, a little bit. Uh, we're going to come back and talk to uh, the interns a little bit about what they're doing here, where they came from, and uh, and their lives. But mm-hmm. first, Jennifer Wolf, uh, with any kind of um, what's going on in uh, the, the world of uh, Auto Alert. I mean, not a whole lot. I mean, I you know, I feel like I don't, it sounds like if if corporate communications is my job, it's kind of a downtime. But I do feel busy as ever. But um, in terms of for um, globally for our Boston, Irvine, and remote individuals, we're just rocking out summer. Um, Rockford University classes started last week. Um, I guess the thing that I would say is that uh, um, AutoAlert is uh, is um, committed to making sure that um, the, this entry back into school is frictionless. And um, I've gotten a lot of questions about yeah, course materials. You sent a, you sent a, a yeah, message um, about course materials, and um, it was stated, and we it is true that um, AutoAlert is going to cover um, the course materials for those those first two classes. So if um, if you if you've already made that purchase, let me know so I can make sure that you get reimbursed. Um, if you have not made your um, uh, materials purchased, uh, reach out to me, and I'll I'll help you get that. Yeah, so study hard. Oh, I've been nailing it. Kids, really? Oh, I got, yeah, I got my homework done for this week already. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's Is that how you were in school before? No. <laughs> what about you guys? Are you guys how what kind of studier? I was always a crammer and it never did me any good. So, I'm a crammer, but it's done me pretty well. Really? Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Crammer, but like for, for sure. like five hours. Crammer. So what? Okay, yeah. So let's let's define cramming. So for me, I'm somebody that needed to really. St- study and read a lot I did not retain things very well my comprehension Mm -hmm. in terms of reading was just like not nil back then now I could read forever but 
cramming for me was like 12 hours, not straight, but like I would say, you know, a good half day yeah. over two or three day period. But then I would, then I realized maybe I was using the term incorrectly because <laughs> people would say like they were cramming and they stayed up all night. Well, I could never do that. Oh, I don't stay up past 12. Mm-mm. If I don't know it by 12, I just don't know it. Really? Okay, so m- maybe the people that I, w- I went to school with are just crazy. Maybe. All right. <laughs> okay, well, good. I'm glad I'm glad to know that what I wasn't do- was doing was kind of like cramming. Just both, spread out. Both of you are in college currently, and that's why you have the internships. Yeah. Where you go yeah. to Park, mm-hmm. right? Where do you go to college at, Mackenzie? Mississippi State. Mississippi State? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Teach you how to make a lemon meringue pie down there? Just, just how to ring cowbells. How to ring cowbells. Oh, I do why'd have a pick, cowbell. That's pick? their thing. Did y'all not know that? No. They like ring cowbells instead of like shakers. What are shakers? shakers? Oh like at games God. and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a what? The South is a whole different world, Jennifer. It's oh, okay. I'm very like the pom poms, you know? Oh, pom poms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, ring yeah. cowbells at the games. Yeah, but so well, instead of pom poms, we do cowbells. Those cheerleaders' arms must be real strong. They do the pom poms like fans. Oh, gotcha. Do cowbells. Okay. Well, I have a cowbell. Like you a do? legit one. Yeah, my brother in law, when I had my son, I think it was his first birthday, he decided to give my son a cowbell. Because he's a jerk. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> he thought it was hilarious. <gasps> he just had his first baby. Oh, I yeah, am so there's sorry. There's your gift. Re-gift. Ex-brother-in-law Ex- brother-in-law or not, you're going to... No, I'm just going to... Oh, I use the cowboy a lot, actually. You do? Yeah, when I go, like, for corporate challenge here, when I cheer people on, hmm. I take the cowbell out. Yeah. You can always hear me and see me. That's Needs more cowbell. Yeah. Def- yes. There's definitely. a generation, uh, generational gap in that joke. Do you guys get that That's one? That's the SNS. Okay, just checking, just checking. Christopher Walken. Why That's you, our thing. Why'd you pick uh, Mississippi State as the college to go to? Um, well, everybody from Alabama usually goes to Alabama or Auburn. Yeah. And so I kind of just wanted to do my own thing and do something Striking different. Striking out. How was it, did well, I there's guess? A, was it like, a, 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 uh, like an educational piece or was an uh, athletic piece or anything or you just picked Mississippi State like do they have like a nursing program or do they have like a marketing program that you were into they have a really cool entrepreneurship I don't know why I picked nursing this program entrepreneurship um, okay yeah it's kind of like a mini shark tank for students to come and like pitch their ideas and maybe get funded by um, the school but it was also cheaper for me to go there just based on scholarships and stuff so it was the awesome. best option table that one second sidebar you yes. and I Jennifer oh god I just thought of this <laughs> Why? I did poorly for the for the podcast. We should try to get uh, some of the you, you, like uh, Tom Walls and uh, you know some of the executives from uh, the product team. Uh-huh. Have them sit down here. We have a microphone we set up, and they do Shark Tank with uh, employees that come down and want to do like <laughs> idea, so ideas for the platform. Like, here's my idea, oh, guys. Here's true. what I want that to do. I want true. to be able to take a picture of a new uh, a customer that just bought a car. And I want to, you know what I mean? This is and then I, mean, they I think we should be doing that regardless. It's a no for me, it's dog. Like a, it's but like we do it live, right? We do it right, live. Right, yeah. So Mississippi State is where you chose. That's not where Brett Favre went. That was Old Miss. Or is that? I don't I, know. You don't sports. know. Sports. No, that's fine. I'm just, <laughs> the only thing I can hear. So Old Miss is the one with the, the old uh, bearded white guy with the guns and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. rebel. What's your, what's your guys's? The Bulldogs. Bulldogs. That's mm. an original. Um, <laughs> we had it before Georgia. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Congratulations. No. <laughs> uh, Park University is yeah. where you go. Why'd you pick Park? Uh, it was close to home, and I played soccer there too. So yeah. Those, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so former, former soccer player. So what? Mm. Uh, I hope I'm not going to sound stupid. What position did you play? Yeah, there's positions in okay. soccer. Okay. 
forward. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you went f- f- not backwards. Right. Got right. it. Yeah. The, Excellent. Um, so the park, uh, the uh, Rockford uh, classes that are going on now that I, I registered for, I'm uh-huh. going through one of the, the training. Uh, I just want to kind of just real quick compare online schooling to what you guys, you guys are actually in classrooms doing this, right? Yep. I take quite a bit of online classes too. You do? Too. Yeah. Oh, so tell me, do. this is my first time doing this. So I was in college for a while. I had to drop out of college because of because uh, I played sports in college and, and uh, ended my career with an injury. And so school was just not what for me. What sport was that? Football. I played college oh. football. Oh, okay. And, uh, but I've been uh, in some kind of leadership role in marketing for, I mean, well, 15 years. And so now I'm going back to finish my degree. I'm going through a marketing class now. I've never seen online classes before. I've never done this before. And it's completely different than what I thought it was going to be. Can I explain right. what, I, what it is to me and what I thought it was? Yeah. Do you mind? Yeah, yeah. So what I thought it was is that you log into your computer and there's like a camera in the in the lecture room. Right. And, yep. you, and you're in like real time. Like you have to, you're not in the classroom, but you're in the classroom mm-hmm. virtually. And it just handles that way. But what I've learned is that uh, the instructor, my professor, makes these videos, right, uh, explaining what the, uh, the what's going on and what the and then you write uh, answers to questions mm-hmm. they have with marketing. You know, what is lifestyle? What is uh, what's another word for buyer's remorse? And then you have to then you're required to uh, engage with the other mm-hmm. students mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. what they wrote. Now, is that normal? Is that yeah? Uh, and then yeah. you're left on your own for is the entire week. Is that how that is? I know graduate level. Why my husband just finished up his MBA, and that's how the majority of his classes were like that. Yep. Is that so? It's normal. We don't get instructor videos, but I mean, we get PowerPoints. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's just different the way he does. He's a really yeah. fun uh, instructor, but he and he doesn't really he doesn't lecture. He just says. This is what I expect, mm-hmm. and this is where you can get the information from. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, right. so they, have you done any online classes, Mackenzie? Mm, not really. No. Nope. So for me, it's 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 great for me because I'm in a busy lifestyle. I I have a syllabus of what's expected yeah. Yeah. of every single week, and I can mm-hmm. I do it on my own, and I can get it done when I need to get it done at yeah. home. Is that how that's structured yeah. in the undergrad? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know Sweet. everything that is going to happen do, before the school Do they starts. do like discussion forums as well? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's where you interact with all the other right. students. So it's uh, nothing yeah. it's nothing different. No. Right. So if I take more classes, it's I could expect the same thing. Yeah. yeah I would imagine. Sweet. Yeah. I can get my that's masters a, in it, no time. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, so my question then is, do you think that based off of your online and then in-class experience, do you think there's more engagement online versus in-class? Um, I would say about the same. I okay. mean, in class, you've got the kids. Turn your more, mic a little bit if you're going to turn your head. Yeah. Sorry, you've got the kids that are more like introverted who aren't going to talk whenever they're in class. Right. But then online, they're forced to discuss with other students. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I wondered because like back when I went to school, I didn't talk back to anybody. Back in 1845. Not in 1845. There wasn't an 18. younger than me so I can make these jokes. If you're older than me, then I it's absolutely inappropriate. I, am, I think I'm older than you. I don't think you are. Okay. October 28th. That's my birthday is the 29th. Okay. October 29th. 1974. Wait, did, you, did you try to guess mine? Yeah. Or I thought you were telling me what your birthday was. No, I was trying. I'm telling you my birthday is October 28th. That's your birthday? And my birthday is the day after yours. Right. The same year. <laughs> Do you not find that? that to me, that's that's fantastic. I mean, that yeah. connects us on a whole different like uh, spiritual level. I don't level. need to be connected more with you, but okay, yeah. Okay. So, all right. All right. 19, 1974 is when I was born. See, yes. I told you. I was a day older. You're one day older than me? That's it. Are we, can we script that? Because I just told my year. <laughs> I don't really care. I, you know, I don't care. But you, but you, there's no way in the world in a million. Would you guys ever expect her to be a day older than me? 
There's no way in the world you would ever be able to see that physically. Yeah, because we're both um, 39. <laughs> I don't pass. You could absolutely pass for, for uh, early 30s. Yeah. Usually, mm-hmm. usually what I say is like, this is my, um, uh, let's see, this is my 26th, my 26th. Oh, you do my, the whole like, like, No, it's like, um, I do uh, whatever, whatever 41 minus 21 is, yeah. or 45 minus 21. This is my 24th. Um, anniversary of turning 21. Uh, O.J. Simpson just did that on his Twitter feed, talking about his 30th uh, anniversary of turning 39 or something like that. Yeah. Why would you do 39? 21 was I don't, like I don't, a pinnacle. It's, it's O.J. Simpson. I mean, yeah. I yeah. When I turned 41, I was like, yeah, it's my 20th anniversary of turning 21. She looks so much younger than me, doesn't she? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. I mean, maybe. Um, see, here's the thing with me. I'm chubby, and chubby people look younger because the chub in our faces and our body like sh- like make the wrinkles go away, like blowing up a balloon. You know what I mean? Oh it's exactly this is exactly what it is. So if you find yourself in life getting older and not liking the way you look because you're looking older, gain yeah. weight. That's how it works. Mackenzie. Um, how this is you're a going to be a sophomore next year yep yeah how was your first year of college uh out of your parents house <laughs> living on campus did you did you uh live in the dorms or what'd you what'd you do i did i lived with uh with another girl in the dorm but we had our own bathroom so that wasn't a big deal uh it was really nice to kind of be away from my parents and not like mm-hmm. have to be forced to spend time with them not that i don't love them and love spending time with them but I like to have my own schedule and well, do whatever I want. It's also time to kind of like venture out. It's time. What so, city is Mississippi State in? Starkville. Starkville, Mississippi. Where mm-hmm. is that located in the state? Like in the middle, the northern, the southern area? Uh, it's on the right side. If you're looking at the state, it's on the right side. It's really close to Alabama. So it's not. It's not in the the Delta. No, no, no. Okay. Love the Delta, by the way. So like, so living in the dorms was like the one thing that was like the most shocking to you. Yeah, the smell. probably. Well, and like sharing a room with somebody was just not anything I've ever had so to do. So you guys, did you guys have a suite or you guys actually shared a room? Like we you shared, were yeah, we shared a room up. and a bathroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that is right. Did you get My, to pick who it is or did they just line you up with somebody? Yeah, I got to pick. I kind of knew her. She was from Mississippi. So. But it's kind of like, an, like not online dating, but it's like yeah. you guys kind of... Uh, right there's statistic or like you guys fill out surveys or whatever mm-hmm. and they match you up or whatever and, and there was like a group on facebook with everybody going oh. to the school so you could kind of like thought your generation didn't use facebook i love facebook you love it maybe because how about you austin oh i love it too you love it. What, why <laughs> do they say that then why do you think they say i mean so mom there, and dad doesn't get on facebook tr- no well but there are trends that like even i've you know well, watching my my 19-year-old, she prefers, um, she stalks Facebook, but yeah. she prefers mm-hmm. Snapchat and all of those. But I think maybe those are different kinds of tools. Mm-hmm. Like one's like more DM, like direct just talking with other people with media versus like a feed with Facebook. Is Holy that the, moly. Um, what? Sorry to interrupt you. I don't have a barometer on me that lets me know how old I am. I, I don't have any children. I've never been married. And just learning that you're a day older than me and right. then sitting here and telling me that you have a 19-year-old daughter, right? Well, she's the same age yeah. as Mackenzie. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> sent like this shockwave through my body going, holy moly, I'm the I'm the, I'm an age that uh, like to, to have a 19-year-old. Yeah, well, yeah. Even that's older. True. Well, and actually, 
I mean, she's my bonus daughter, so she's my, no, my husband. Saying, so well, it's, yeah, but it's, even at that, yeah. I not, mean, not I having still a barometer on age. Yeah. Every once in a while, something will hit you. You're like you'll say something you about pop culture from you. back in the day. Oh yeah. And then younger people have like no clue. Yeah. Like I got, uh, I was in a relationship with a girl that was too young for me a while back, and and I broke up with her because of an argument about Fraggle Rock. She, oh right. She demanded mm-hmm. that Fraggle Rock was from her generation. And I don't know I was why like, anybody needs to claim it. The 1981 <laughs> is when it came out. I, I yeah. was like, you, anyway, that's how yeah. strange it is. Back to what you're saying. Sorry, uh, just uh, try not I, to do anything else to make me shock you okay, over here. Okay, I, I'll try not to, to shock you. But you guys have any thoughts on that? Like, what's your preferred medium of communication? Yeah. On, like using a social... The snappers? So Probably Snapchat, yeah. Really? Move that yeah. Mic. you got to be right in front of that mic instead of side saddle. Turn that thing towards you a little bit. Yeah, like the this? mic towards you, yeah. All right. There's a little logo on the front. you got to make sure it's pointing yeah, at your it's face. it's perfect. There you go. Perfect. So yeah. you say snappers? Yeah. Yeah. And what? Oh, go ahead. I like Twitter. I just think it's funny. Correct answer is Pando. Pando. <laughs> you like Twitter? Well, external. For communication, like DMs? Oh, communicate. I mean, texting. Yeah. Oh, That's so nice. you? So you're saying you abs- you like absorb or ingest information from Twitter more than you would like Facebook or anything else? Probably. Yeah. Me too. Oh, okay. I'm right with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what about you? I like to view everything on Facebook. I just never post on there. Yeah, you're a stalker. Yeah. yeah. It's, fine. Those, it's fine. I do those, the same thing. We call those lurkers, which is oh, lurkers? 90% of uh, user-generated content websites, 90% of the users are lurkers right. on any site that you ever go to. Right. You know the 99-1 thing? No. 1% are content creators, 9% are content basically sharers, Yeah. and then oh, yeah. 90% are lurkers. So yeah. you've got 1%, 1% of the audience on any user-generated website, like, like Facebook, Twitter, that do all the content. Isn't that crazy for the rest that of the ninety nine percent? Well, mm-hmm. they better be good. Well, otherwise, that would suck. So you are you do Snapchat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I still don't, kind of don't get it. <laughs> is is it because is it because you because of the user interface it allows you to kind of use take pictures of yourself and you sound like my mom back in the day when she was like why are you on facebook well it's because you know when snapchat came about my daughter had just gotten her phone and i couldn't figure out why she was making faces at her phone all the time and then she was like oh i'm snapchatting i'm like you're making weird faces and half the shots that she takes it's just half her face oh yeah so i don't but i don't get it is it just like hey i'm we Here, do want to remind everybody, you guys are part of the Generation Z. You're, right. you're on the, yeah, you're part of Generation Z, yeah. not millennials. Yeah. So Correct. that's th- yeah. these are great questions to ask a Gen Zer because this also yeah. can be used in R&D for auto alert products, right? Right, yeah. Because you, you're 21 years old. Mm-hmm. There are guys and ladies your age right now that are working in dealerships selling cars, right? Yes. That maybe yeah. uh, got out of college and needed to make money or whatever it was mm-hmm. or never went to college and used this as a trade. Yeah. You're totally different because we focus on millennials for so long, and that's a great question that she's asking. Like, why Snapchat? I've had I'm Snapchat, not, and I hate Snapchat. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I really don't even take pictures on it. I just use the messaging part of it more than anything. Yeah, but why would you want your messages to disappear? You can you adjust can save the settings. Them. Yeah, they can stay stay st- like uh, save on there forever. Is that what you want? Is that what you do? Uh, depends, depends on the person. Yeah. Because I'm too. I'm too. Yeah. Uh, to like I want to be able to prove to you that you said something to me a couple months ago <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and if I go back you know, and they're gone that is actually a, a pretty good delineation because we, we the we consume and uh, we consume and save and I think maybe 
the, the differentiator is that you guys consume in the moment and it's kind of like fluid and to, to hold on to something that was just a rando conversation doesn't make right. sense which is mm-hmm. what is essentially what your your text feed native to your phone does it, it logs every conversation mm-hmm. you're so what you're the way you're using it is is like I only want to have this conversation here and now and if you want to save it then you save it if not let's move on yeah I would agree I would agree yeah okay to the opposite when it comes to tangibles because your generation wants to get rid of plastic bags and things like that things you save and right Mm -hmm. you just but you don't throw those away you recycle those it's it's, uh you guys are a strange (laughs) generation to try to figure out what are you laughing at is this my analogy right there? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it just come out of nowhere and I have no clue. My dad thought that I was slow when I was a kid, so he just explained everything to me in analogies. Um, I think it was my dad was just slow. Instead yeah. of telling me, like, here's how projecting. you cut an apple, he would just bring an analogy of how to cut an apple. Uh, and, yeah. You know, imagine this is a saw and that's a tree. Uh, and he didn't have a southern accent. I think of just picking that up from Mackenzie. Yeah. yeah. She's so, so influential. So, so Twitter, you get uh, your information from Twitter. Are we talking, uh, like... News, sports, entertainment, uh, or mostly just from your friends and stuff? Uh, honestly, I don't get much from my friends from Twitter. I really just keep up with like funny tweets and some sports, I guess, go on there. Some politics are on there. Social um, Little Man. At Social Little Man. Follow ya. I don't care. <laughs> I got funny stuff, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where I get my news and, and, and yeah. opinions. And with this whole presidential you know, 2020 right. coming up, I've followed all Democratic uh, uh, contenders, mm-hmm. and I've followed uh, the, the talking heads on both sides of the aisle from, I mean, even people that I completely disagree with, you know, mm-hmm. um, I follow them. Uh, just uh, Do you find yourself in a, in a pigeonhole of what you like, or do you reach out and try to, to follow new stuff and learn new things? I don't think I've followed anybody new, and I can't even remember. Till today, long. social little man. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I hardly ever get on Twitter. Honestly, yeah, like it's just so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, I guess it's, it serves up different content. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess Facebook is more like what's going on with your friend or mm-hmm. with, yeah. with your the people yeah. that you actually care about. Facebook is more, and uh, Facebook seems to be more of a um, validation website. Uh, oh, personal validation oh, website yeah. than Twitter, right? Yes. Yeah, that could probably. I could see why you would gravitate towards Twitter because Twitter is just, uh, in and of itself, just yeah, an engine of content, your, right? Yeah. But I do love when my mom posts like a Facebook picture of me and all her friends like like and comment. Of on course, it. validation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. I mean, obviously, I'm on Facebook. I'm definitely not saying Austin. That's what's happening with you. Yeah, but yeah. for the most part, yeah, I am. What I'm looking to see like what my friends and yeah. what other people how they're curating their lives because that's a point right either yeah. curating lives yeah but it's i mean and and i so being social media so awesome you don't know anything about me but for yeah. the company what i do is i run digital marketing but i also created a ton of content including like the podcast and things like that and i'm considered in the automotive retail industry as a social media a SME, right? A subject matter expert when it comes to social media marketing and social media content for dealerships and et cetera. Um, and so I do a lot of study and a lot of looking into social and trends and even the sociological side of it. And knowing that Facebook is like this uh, this place for validation. I, I had 2,500 people that I was connected to on Facebook and within Oof. a month ago, I, I deleted 
2,200 people. Yes. Because, excuse me, on my computer. Jennifer, I'm going to have you look at my computer before you leave because I cannot figure out how to make it so it doesn't turn off. And the place where it looks like you have to push to make sure it doesn't like sleep on you oh. is gray. Like you can't make any changes. Um, oh. And so I look at the different sites uh, of, of these platforms and I just got sick of I just got sick of the look at me. Like look at me, I yeah. want your attention. Mm-hmm. Like and I also learned that when I teach uh, you know uh, how to use social for building your pipeline for car salesmen and stuff like that and the right way to do it, I say that you have to highlight your life, right? Because so many people come on there, the naysayers will say uh, they just post things that make it look like their lives are perfect. And I say, yeah, why would you? When I watch ESPN Sports Center, 15 minutes to get all the sports news of that day, I don't want to see a 30 second clip of, right. of just, you know, somebody playing catch in an it's outfield. It's always the highlights. It's always the highlights. And that's what I really is the generation that, that your generation and what you're seeing with your friends and, and family on Facebook or your age, is it still that kind of uh, look at me generation or look at me kind of place or is it is it changing Facebook uh, you know I would say it really just depends on the generation and I mean like just the type of person you are too like I've got a lot of friends on Facebook that aren't necessarily the like classiest of people <laughs> so they will post things that aren't just the highlights like they'll post right. anything and that's where it gets fun to view and fun to look at right and you get kind of caught up in their own drama Kinsey, do you yeah. think that you think because uh, your your generation is uh, not only are you digital natives, right? I don't think, but it's I drama because the the millennial generation and, and the Gen X where I'm at and Jennifer are at the tail end of Gen X, like reality TV and drama, drama, drama TV that seemed like it was <laughs> right. more real than back in the day when it was like Dallas and Knott's right. Landing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like people were feeding off a of drama to escape their own drama in their own lives. Is social media? Would you say with your friends, is there a lot of drama that you see on there with, with the people you're connected with? Uh, I I don't know if it's drama, but I mean, I definitely think people just post the highlights of their life still, right. you know. Yeah, but here's my next question. What's up with filters? What like, do you mean? Oh, that's oh. the same thing. Just to make yourself, you know, look better than... You do. Oh, oh my goodness! Right, like tons yes. and tons of filters, and I'm yeah. a, I'm a redditor, so I look at yeah. other you know I see examples of this stuff. It is actually quite unfortunate because um, and photoshopping. Too. Yeah, I mean, I had I just had like my skin looked at over the weekend, and and she, the, you know, I, I ha- have a talent for drumming up weird conversations. And she just ba- the the lady who was looking at my skin was like, yeah, I, I get requests all the time. They bring in a an Instagram filtered photo of themselves and they will request to look mm. a certain way and I'm like w- w- do you direct them to a psychologist because <laughs> um, one it's just um, well in a lot of cases they'll say like we can't do that I can't help you do that um, but they'll inevitably go and find somebody that that can I mean they end up having to go to a plastic surgeon this was kind of like a skincare place um, so no, I'm not getting plastic surgery. Definitely <laughs> do not need to increase the size of my lips. Just get chubby. Yeah. Gain weight just, in, a, okay. in any kind of, I can't, if you a, think you're getting crow's feet or anything like okay. that, it pushes it out like a balloon. Okay, I will definitely do yeah, that. Just, oh, just, just more craft beers. Double up okay, your, your calories <laughs> yes, for the day. Yes, Um So yeah, I, I the, the filters thing, I don't, do you guys, do you guys have friends that used a lot of that? I mean, I, I use filters. I don't like blur my skin out. Right. Like, well, but you like the cat ears and the, the yeah, well, all and of that. Yeah. Like I'll 
edit my picture to have like a warmer oh, well, look yes. or like a well I always whiten my teeth because let's face it they're not and the that's whitest, okay yeah. I mean yeah. if that's what you want to do that's yeah. what you want to do yeah but I do know what Joey is saying is that some of it are, are purposely posed it's, as, as kind of like a I call it the sonic cheeseburger this is what I call it and this is what I've been calling it since I've been the teaching sonic this the sonic cheeseburger if that's not the greatest name after I explain this to you another analogy by the way surprise right Austin <laughs> the sonic cheeseburger means that um, if when you're watching television and you see the commercial of the two guys that are sitting in the car for Sonic talking back and forth, the really funny commercials. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, the products that they're holding, that they're selling, whether oh, it be yeah. popcorn chicken oh, or right, a burger, right. it's perfection, right? right. The, they hold yeah. the sandwich in such a way that it just mm-hmm. everything is perfect, right? But if you go to Sonic today, if you go get lunch there, mm-hmm. it's this smashed, smashed yeah. you know, yeah. and it's not, it, there's not enough care. I compare that the same thing with people that are online, right? You want a Sonic cheeseburger when you're online. I think that there's a fine line between a Sonic cheeseburger and an actual Sonic cheeseburger. Right. And I think that there's a lot, maybe, I don't know what the percentage is, they just go way to the other side. Right. Because well, social media is nothing but personal marketing. Yeah, I was yeah. exactly going to say that. It's a, it's a personal branding thing, but I, I do feel like some, there are people out there just really just to share photos with Grandpa Don, you know, or <laughs> whatever. And you, you, I think... I think it depends on how you look at it and how you use the tool. How do you, yeah? How do you, how do you guys feel? Let's start with Austin. How do you feel the state of social media for your your um, your generation? I mean, I really don't post that much on anything, you know. Well, we've and, already said you're a yeah. lurker, but what if yeah. what about the content that you're you're getting in? I mean, why do you love Facebook so much? Or then you, Mackenzie, you you're gonna have to answer that because you said I love Facebook. Oh my gosh! So, but yeah. I, I like Facebook more just because you can get news there and you can just kind of catch up on you everything. Trust the so. news that you're getting on oh, Facebook? Oh, heck no. No, never, no, never. No, but never. it is sensational and it is yeah. kind of funny, Yeah, it's I guess. interesting and it's kind of just humorous right. and comical. It's a yeah. water cooler for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And why do, you, why do you love Facebook, Mackenzie? I just like to see all my friends' pictures because... For me, my friends, like, they'll post one picture on Instagram, but then 30 pictures on Facebook of, like, Mm. the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, I don't know. I think you get more of the outtakes or, like, the funny, more candid moments from Facebook. Yeah. Well, I think the tool itself lends itself to more photo share. I mean, Instagram has just gotten into multiple photos. Mm -hmm. But I do think that's also a good point is that connection level. My... um, my parents are from the Philippines, and a lot of our family are still over there. And it used to be a challenge to get to, co- to communicate with my um, Ati Joy, who lives in like the very small island in Leyte or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, but through social media, they they communicate all right. the time. They they Skype or or what my mom calls it, they, they Skype. We are Skyping. Oi. The other side um, of that is that I've got family members that I don't want to know what's going on with me, but then my mom gives me a hard time if I delete them or block or, them. I Yeah, I am a hard and fast. If I don't know you, yeah. even if even if I, I realize that we are blood relation, if we have never met face to face, I'm... I'm just not going to. That's a whole different conversation, too, that you can go down a rabbit hole of, of the difference between a, being a female on social and being a male on social. It, right. I, I would never in a million years want to be a female on social media sites. Right. Never in a million right. years. My stuff would be locked down like Fort Knox. 
there's so much creepiness <laughs> out there. Just, well, I mean, I think it's again, but like what you curate, like I, you know, right. it doesn't. Things. I don't think it really matters. I mean, there's just. Oh, I think it does. I mean, the girls who like. I mean, they're they're. You don't want to say they're asking for it, but I I see what you're oh, saying. No, Is, no, no. I'm not saying no, that. But you're saying like the more active you are, there's just. I, I look at social media as um, when you're another analogy, uh, driving in a car, right? Somebody cuts you off in, in a car. Uh, excuse me, as the phone goes off another time. That was time. kind of perfect timing. Yeah. When, when when somebody's driving in a when you're driving in a car and somebody cuts you off, you will say some of the most um, horrific things to somebody. You don't even know who it is because oh, you're behind right. the the security of your car and they're never going to hear you or whatever. You give them the the finger. But if you're standing in line at a bank and somebody cut you off, you're not going to say the exact same things. Mm-hmm. The keyboard does the ex- does the same thing online, right? They, 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 guys and, and women in my case in the past, but not as much as what guys have done. The inappropriateness, the, the just mm-hmm. reaching out and just uh, what we'd like to call hope and spray for, right. for even if you're married. Right? It's just, I couldn't. Well, I mean, I think it, you know, you. I couldn't imagine being a, a young college your, girl on, on social media. I couldn't imagine well, that. You d- well, I mean, I think that's a comment to be said on how we educate our young people on how to protect themselves. Yeah, but there's too many people out there that don't educate the young people. I, well, and, as know. a parent, I mean, I'll tell you right now, we have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I've had that conversation a lot, particularly with my daughter, mm-hmm. um, but I do a lot also with my sons because. Um, even if you say something jokingly aggressive you don't know the context or the the filter of the individual taking in that there's no sarcasm font that's correct unless you know the individual so I think that goes back to Austin's point of like I just you know these are my people like I know who these people are if, if it's said in a certain way but if I see it and I and it's somebody that is razzing you, but I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not going to go after my boy Austin. Yeah, Mackenzie, um, do you have to deal with a lot of thirsties? No. <laughs> you, know what thirsty, you don't know what a thirsty is? It's 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 a thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> I've thirsty, never heard it. A thirsty ever. You never heard that called before? It's exactly what it is. Here's what a thirsty is. This is a thirsty person. You never heard this before? I've heard thirsty. Come on. Like I've heard it used as an adjective, never as a noun. Yeah. Yeah. Thirsty dudes. And thirsty, thirsty yeah. yeah thirsty dudes and thirsty women a thirsty here's a thirsty dude jennifer jennifer do they need beer or no no they're, they're trying water? To, they're trying to get the attention of somebody online that they are attracted to or want to date or have some kind of relationship with oh. right so if Mackenzie, just using you as an example a puts a picture kind up of. puts okay. a picture up of herself like with the other girls and maybe it's at a party or something the thirsty dudes are the ones that she doesn't really know that well that come in and go oh my god beautiful you look so yeah. gorgeous right <laughs> Bar. or the ones I that know. the ones I that come through and you're on sliding your dms and be like hey baby oh uh, well my daughter has definitely y- W-Y-D. talked about that yeah I those know. are thir- they're thirsty <clears throat> they're thirsting for your attention i have a hard time looking at those comments on like sometimes on my daughter's females posts. Are, i don't like it females are different thirsty females you know they do it different and Austin, i don't know if you have to deal with this they come with more empathy <laughs> they come with more empathy and like uh the, the, they'll say because i've experienced this and also talking to many other people is um you look so sad in your last picture is everything okay oh, right barf. <laughs> i'm oh. serious would you agree uh. Did, you ever I mean, see that, Austin? I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. You have? Not they don't come across as like, hey, baby, you look sexy. They'll come across mm-hmm. and be like, wow, that shirt looks really good on you. Have you been losing weight? It's more of an Ooh, empathetic kind of conversational starter. I don't like starter. this at all. No. Well, I, well, no, I mean, I'm just saying like, uh, 
one, it's never happened to me, and they are reading me right. I mean, don't, yeah, don't yeah. come out. Yeah. yeah, I think it, I think I give off a, a. I never got hit on it in bars because I just gave off this like <laughs> I, I will choke you out. Yeah, like don't. I don't want to. If, if, if I want to talk to you, I sound very violent today. But I mean, Austin's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, but I, I just give off the impression of like, I'm not here to talk to you. Right. I'm here to either dance or hang out with my friends. Yep. Uh, so that's yeah. I'm going to change this up a little bit to Charlie Parker because I want a question to ask you guys as Gen Zers. I've only interviewed one other Gen Zer about this, and it was a 15-year-old kid that uh, is the son of one of our founders, Jeff Cotton. I interviewed him at uh, NADA. So I'm going to change up, get away from Johnny Coltrane, and maybe you probably know, Austin, who this is. Uh, maybe not by the sound, but by the name. Uh, you ever heard of Charlie Parker? I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. where's he from? Kansas City. He's right? from Kansas yeah, City. That's, that's right. right. One of the best. Did you know ever. that Austin is a Kansas City history buff? We have to get into that sometime. Yeah. Are I you? I took the tour. Yeah. I, do, I do like Kansas T- City Ted history. Ted Pendergrass yeah. and all that's good stuff. Yeah. 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 We're going to get into that. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. But first, what I want to ask you guys is, um, first of all, the vehicle that you drive. Okay. The vehicle you drive. Where did you get your, your current vehicle if you have one? And don't be, don't, don't be shy and. Nobody's going to judge you if, you know, if it's your grandma's hand-me-down or anything like that. I will judge you when uh, I post it on Facebook. <laughs> I drive a Camaro from <gasps> McCarthy. Did you, nice. Now, did you buy the Camaro no, there? No, or your no, par- no, no, My parents. Your, so is it in your parents' name? Yeah. And they're paying, they're making the payments? Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank that's goodness. fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> and, we appreciate it. And how long ago was that? Uh, like a year and a half, two years. A year and a half ago. We're yeah. going to, we're going to, I want to deep dive into that real quick to get some information. What do you, what do you have? You don't have to tell us what it is, but how did you get your current vehicle? Um, well, my first vehicle was a hand-me-down from my mom, and then my now vehicle I got from the dealership. Did you buy it? No. Your parents? My pa- my mom. Your mom's making the payments on it? Yep. It's in her name? Yep. You just drive it? Yep. Okay, so we're in, and how long ago was that? Two years. All right, so we're, you guys are kind of in the same situation now. Now, let me ask you this. The Camaro and what uh, basic... Honda CRV. Did, did you guys, did you want the Honda CRV, or is it something that your parents found and said, hey, we're going to get this? And the same with the Camaro. Yeah, it was more of my pa- parents. They picked it out. Yeah. Okay. And you? I definitely wanted it. Me and my yeah, dad that's it awesome. Out, so. yeah. Did you do research on? Did your parents come to you and say, "Hey, listen, we're going to go get a new car, or we're going to get you guys a, a car that's going to be more reliable"? What kind of car do you want? Uh, did that conversation happen, or how did, no. it, how did it come up that you were going to get a, a different vehicle, a newer vehicle? We were just at the dealership one day. Randomly. Why were you at the dealership? Um, I think. Well, I race cars, cars too, <gasps> which is a totally different story. Okay. So we were picking up a motor that they sponsored for us. Oh, okay. So we were out there for that. Yeah. So you get to the dealership, you're picking yeah. up this motor, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, the conversation with your mom or your dad with or my dad, yeah. Your dad says, "Hey, I think maybe uh, you deserve a Camaro." Uh, kind of. I mean, yeah. Is that kind of how it went? Yeah. Did you have a car uh, before that? Yeah. Oh. Another, a different Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But I had a, I had a 96 Camaro. I really loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Which was probably before you were born. Um, two years before I was born. Two years. So you're there. It was sweet. Have you ever seen a 96 Camaro? Pretty sweet. I just threw up sweet. in my mouth a little bit. Just kidding. <laughs> so when you're, you're at the dealership, your dad and you guy get in kind of a conversation about getting a newer Camaro. Was mm-hmm. it brand new at the time? or Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Um, why does the word affluential keep coming in? Affluent keep coming into my head spoiled I know, that means rich mm, yeah i'm very spoiled okay that, so 
you then walk with your dad over to the Camaro section and start looking at the Camaros there? Yeah, it was I was, it was actually inside. So okay, so you were in we the were, showroom floor. Yeah, we were talking you to... You bought a Camaro off the showroom floor? Yeah. Dang! <laughs> what color is it? Sure you don't uh, go to all black. Park Hill? Oh. <laughs> so all black, all right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to go get a salesperson? Your dad and you had to go get one? Or did uh, one approach you when you started looking? No. A salesperson there knows. Because he was already okay. in the vehicle. So, yeah. right. <laughs> so, so you don't really work for this situation, but it's good to hear the process of that vehicle. Yeah. Mackenzie, how did how did yours work out? Did your parents say something like, hey, we're going to go look at this Honda CRV? Or Well, um, I totaled my first car, so <laughs> I had to wait a little bit before I had my driving privileges back. Insurance money came in, of course. Your parents got some insurance money from that? Yeah. They put it to the side for the new vehicle? Yes. Something like that? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Something very similar happened to me. Yeah, and so we had kind of test-driven a few cars, like from a used no, 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 car let's, lot. Let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. Did they pick out those cars, or did you? Did they say to you, Mackenzie, hey, we're going to go get a, a, a car for you. What do you want? And uh, Or did they go online, or did they? So they kind of would shop online and maybe, like, send me pictures, and then I would, I, of course, like, wanted an Acura or something, like a car I was So they would go get. to different dealership websites, <laughs> yeah, and they would find, like, train. a VDP page, Aim like a vehicle high. description page, and they would send you the yep. link to it, and then you would take a look yep. at it? And then so did we, they use? Hold on, slow down with me here. This is I'm, I'm this is I'm great to information. Be you have to be patient. <laughs> you can keep talking. I'll just turn your volume down. Oh, so oh. did they? Did they use? Do you remember at all? Did they use anything like AutoTrader or Cars.com or or anything like that to send you links to? to um, what? There's this one CarMax maybe. Yeah, yeah. CarMax mm-hmm. is a used car uh, outlet. Yeah, yeah, I think that might have been one. But we also would have like these local lots that the were like buy here, pay here lots. Yep. Yeah, people would just. So they'd send you these links to these different vehicles. You would go through them and then you'd respond back to them. And then how would they send them to you? Like through text? Yep. Through text, and then mm-hmm. you would respond back to mom and dad or mom. I'm sorry, mom, and say yeah that one's cool or no i don't like this one at all mm-hmm. and then was that then narrowed down how did you guys decide that you're how many dealerships did you go to to actually do a test drive on a vehicle one one you went to one dealership besides the like two used car lots i think so three yeah how many, how many cars did you test drive uh one two three four four, four. cars you test drove at how two, many different dealerships two at one dealership to at another dealership yeah the used car lots i don't know if that's a dealership but yeah Yeah, it's still a dealership okay it's a single rooftop well. and if you have to go jennifer i know you're on press time and, and we'll try no, to this is gonna take a selfie that's fine to so curate so how happy i am with my you went and drove these uh these uh oh. cars right with your uh-huh. with your mom and um what was the what was the Z-Mod, right? The zero moment of truth. The the truth of, like, this is the vehicle I want to buy. Well, they... And, and what were the parameters of buying that vehicle? Was it price? Was it safety? What was it? So, my first car, like I said, was an Acura. And Honda is, like, the sister company. Um, they had been really pushing for a Honda CRV or Civic because they thought it... They hold their value really well. Who's they were pushing? My mother and my grandma. Okay. And so they thought it was safe and got good gas mileage, held their value. They did research online. Yep. And um, my mom, the dealership that I test drove the cars from and that CRV that I um, eventually got, um, they knew a guy that they had bought cars for before. 
And, um, yeah, they just... I didn't necessarily want a CRV, but they really, for so some reason, loved them. When they decided the CRV is the one they were going to get you, mm-hmm. did they buy the CRV from the dealership that you did the test drive at? Or yep. they just knew a salesperson that they were going to work with? Yep. Okay, it wasn't like they looked at it. Okay, I got it. So that's how you got it. Now, here's mm-hmm. my next question for both of you, and we'll start with Mackenzie. We'll start with you this time. Um, if If you now are on your own, and you go and you get approved for a loan at a credit union. We won't use a dealership uh, on this one because you want to get a different vehicle, right? And you're approved to for like $15,000, right? What do you, how are you going to shop for that vehicle? What are you going to do? Where, where are you going to go first? What are you going to do? You're going to walk up to a dealership and look at the inventory. You're going to go online. You're going to get the paper. Like, what, do you, what are you going to do? Definitely online. Where first. would you start at? Uh, depend. I mean, like if I wanted an Acura, I would type in Acura. Oh, you for would sale. you would search it. <laughs> yeah. You'd search like uh, Acura for sale, Kansas City, or yeah. Acura for sale. Yeah. Okay. You would type that in, and then you would look and see what listings would come up. Mm-hmm. Would you do any research on the Acura before? Before uh, you look for actually I, one to buy. I should. Yeah. I no, no, no. Should. I want to know what you would do. Well, I mean, I kind of already know a little bit about it just from driving. All right. One. So you would go into Google. Yeah. Would you use Google or would you use Yahoo or Bing? Google Chrome. You would go into mm-hmm. Google and you would type in Acura for sale in the location that you're in or yep. just Acura for sale. Mm-hmm. Right. And then would you look at the regular search engine results or would you go to photos? Search engine results probably. Okay. And then you would click on the ones that seem, why would you click on something? And then just a reg- regular result page usually doesn't have images with it. Uh, it just gives you a description of what the vehicle is. Yeah, I mean, I would just find out the exact car I wanted. So, 2019 Acura MDX. Type so you, that would you in. type that? You would. So you go year, make, model. Yep. And trim. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And whatever color I thought I want. Well, actually, would I wouldn't you, even type in a color. I don't think. Yeah, because you don't want to limit your options. Yeah. Would you yeah. start at the top of the search yeah. results page and start? Would you hit the the ad ones? The no, I ad? don't hit the ad. So ones. you'll skip those like and you'll eat. go directly yeah. down to the the. Uh, organic ones yeah would you click the first one and then just take a look at it real quick yeah and then probably back stand. out and then go to the second one if you liked it what would you do if you looked at it you're like yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this take a picture of it on my phone you would then screenshot it mm-hmm. and then that would be in your folder yep so right? I could go look at it later if I wanted to so then after you got three or four different screenshots in your phone right you've gone through the list on on the search results you then are doing what what do you do now do you some do you go to that website again or do you just show up to the dealership? Do you make a phone call? Do you probably make a phone call submit to a lead the online? Dealership. So then you would call the dealership and say, Hey, I saw that you have an Acura online for sale. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested in it. I'd like to come by and test drive. Yeah. That's what you would do. Yep. And then they would want to set an appointment with you and then you would show up for your appointment. Yep. Would you want to test drive? all the vehicles that you took screenshots of or would you pick one out of those three or probably, four or five? Probably all of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. So you're not married to one vehicle. Even if you did that first test drive and you fell in love with that vehicle, would you still go do the other test drives? Yep. You still would do that? Yes. And then uh, and then the zero moment of truth of which one you're going to buy all depends on what to you. Feel? Emotion? Uh, the best deal they can give me? On- so money-wise. <laughs> yeah. Right. For would sure. you do this on your own or would you take a third base with you? Oh, uh, I don't know. I like to do that kind of thing on my own. You do it on your own. Yeah. Good awesome. For you. Same question. Yeah, I'd probably start with searching it online and then just with the uh, dealerships that I'm probably most familiar with. So, like, so you would look in yeah. the search results and see like if it's McCarthy or yeah. if it's uh, Gary Crosley Ford mm-hmm. or 
you'd mm-hmm. pick the ones that you would know based off of top of mind awareness from advertising, yeah. marketing, yeah. things like that, or, yeah. or work that you've done with them? Uh, both top of mind and just work, like okay. past experiences. So yeah. then you are, so you go to the search results page, you see that uh, a friendly dealership that you know, like Gary Crosley mm-hmm. Ford, mm-hmm. has a year make model. Would you search year make model or do you just search model and uh, for sale? Or? I would probably search year and model. Okay, year yeah. model. Yeah. And then uh, uh, from that, you see Gary Crosley Ford, you click on that and you end up on a VDP, a vehicle description page. Mm-hmm. Um, you like that vehicle, mm-hmm. you're interested in it more, what do you do next? Uh, I, like she said, screenshot it or bookmark it or something. Would you? Would this normally be on a on a mobile or would you be using a desktop? Mobile. So it'd be mobile. You'd be doing yeah. car shopping on a mobile. Mm-hmm. You would screenshot it just like Mackenzie said. Mm-hmm. Save that. Yeah. Then go back to your search engine results page and check the next one out. Mm-hmm. And then you would do that for a little bit and have all these images. Now, your next step. You've got these images of these vehicles. What's your next step? Ooh, either probably either email or call. So you I, would reach out to the dealership. Yeah, would I you would do it for every one of those vehicles, or would you just did, would you narrow that down even more? Um, probably do it for every one. So okay, yeah. you would set up a test drive for each one. Um, yeah, at first, yeah. See what yeah. what gets me here is that the stats that that I got and we've seen in the industry is that an average car buying customer, and I'm not saying Generation Z because you mm-hmm. guys are going to be different. Your shopping habits are different. But before your generation, it was 14 to 16 different websites a person would go to to find a vehicle that they'd want, but they'd only visit like one or two dealerships on a test drive or anything like that. So they would go from 16 down to one. What is the what is the customer experience that they're having to narrow them down to that one or two dealerships that they visit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For you guys, it sounds like vehicle. It doesn't sound like... Well, yours is different, Austin, because yours is reputation mm-hmm. with the dealership, well, how good they are in your head, mm-hmm. right, perception. And the second is if they have the vehicle that you want. Yeah. Price point is also, both of you, price point, a huge thing too? Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge thing. But it doesn't, okay, I get you. Is yours the same? Would you hit every car? Would you, like he said, with dealerships that sound familiar, you would yeah, click definitely. on those more? Uh, You'd lean towards those more? Probably, but I mean... I would also reach out to the ones I didn't know and be like, hey, I usually buy cars from blah, 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 and they give me a really great deal. Can you match that? If you I scare can? me. You got to talk to your brother because you <laughs> scare me because you are you are a dealership's like uh, dream. The, the person that comes into the dealership thinking they know more than the, the salespeople there. That's a dream for them? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because they'll let you feel that way. They'll let you think that way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give you the upper hand. And then guess what? Guess who gets high grossed on the back end of a deal? Or yeah. the front end. Yeah. My dad was a car salesman. <laughs> oh, so you know, a little bit. Yeah. And you've also got your brother that you can kind of lean on, too. Mm-hmm. But you you, I, you, I, seem like the type of person who's going to go in there alone. You're not going to, like, it would surprise them afterwards. Like, hey, guess what? I got a car. Like, what? That's <laughs> yeah. you. I'm going to wrap this up a little bit. Uh, I know everybody keeps looking at their watches, but I'm fascinated by this. I'm sorry, Jennifer. No, I'm no, having none. I took over this yeah. conversation. No, I mean. Does anybody need to go? No. no. I, do, I do need to go. Oh. Right now at this moment? Yes, okay. I do. I'm sorry. I'm going to finish up uh, asking a few more no, questions. Go these right guys, ahead. Just in the car buying process. Yeah. You sneak out when you need to sneak okay. out. Okay. Well, I just want to say I am so proud of our Aww. our our beta um, interns. Interns. Uh, beta, as in like Kansas City was. This is. We didn't know how this was going to go, and I'm so happy and excited for yeah, my. Yeah, we didn't kids. even get into what they're doing. That's. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
What's we couldn't have done it without you, Jennifer. That, well, yes. you, well, you wouldn't have because no one would have typed up the program. So right. <laughs> By the way, was, no, I'm just kidding. The, uh, the team that, I, that I'm a part of was approved for an intern, but we cannot find. We're looking for a video editing uh, intern, somebody oh. who's into video production, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. If you guys can help me out on that, we've gotten the word out. We're trying to find. I mean, well, I don't know anybody. If anybody in the park or anything like that. I mean, we're looking at like a Kansas City Art Institute, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Well, and it'll, the program will go on, right? So we're just. I'm so happy that you guys Good. I got to meet you guys and um, you're in great hands with Joey she just said that. she said that to be nice <laughs> yeah, just, and if you don't like what he's saying there are many pillows around you <laughs> so thanks Jennifer uh, I'm going to continue with you guys just a f- little bit longer about your buying process this is yep. Something that Mike DeLay has, has been asking about quite a bit and we have it straight from the you know the source right here to talk to Gen Zers about the car buying process so just to back up a little bit, um, your your decisions of going to these dealerships is emotional of what your perception of the dealership is, whether they're mm-hmm. going to screw you or not, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then also price point mm-hmm. and inventory, mm-hmm. correct? So those are your kind of top. And, and Mackenzie, yours is more price point and inventory, mm-hmm. right? Um, the, where you buy the car from emotionally is not attached. Yours it is, mm-hmm. right? True? Because you just said that you'd call a dealership you didn't even know and say, hey, listen, XYZ Ford's going to give me this. Right. But like, I mean, once I do buy that car, I think I would like give my loyalty to that dealership. Well, yeah. Okay. I get that. Would it depend on the the level of different of your customer satisfaction, customer experience? for sure. So customer experience would be a huge thing for you. Yeah. And are you, do you tend to be somebody who is loyal to a brand? You know what I mean? Like if you're going to buy yeah. um, a dress or a jacket, you yep. tend to stay loyal. Yep. Like I am. I'm Eddie mm-hmm. Bauer loyal, right? <laughs> if I'm going to buy clothes, I usually will go to Eddie Bauer yeah. first. You are. Yeah. And is that uh, small ticket items too? Do you use the same type of shampoo, the same hair spray? Mm-hmm. So, you, you, so you're... Consistency. You're, you're brand loyal and consistent. How about you, Austin? Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. Same same clothes, same shampoo, everything. Yeah. yeah, so you stay on the same, but there are other things that you're not loyal to, right? Let me ask you this, like for for meals, for restaurants, do you tend to like go out to multiple different places or do you tend to kind of like to go to the ones that you know about? I'm also pretty loyal to my loyal. restaurants. So you're loyal, you're a loyal customer, you're, you're, you're a brand advocate, yep. right? For if you have a brand that you prefer, they mm-hmm. have done something right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You? For me, I like to branch out and go to different places, definitely. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why I like to get in there. Not the, not the much different than the other generations that have been there. It's just um, mm-hmm. so you come down and you test drive these vehicles, Austin. Mm-hmm. Right? I uh, ask you the same question: If you love that first vehicle that, and the price point is right, you know, on that first test drive, are you going to continue to go other uh, to other dealerships and test drive other cars? You know, if everything goes perfect and I really love the first car and the test cr- the test drive goes good, yeah. Um, I mean. I would I would I wouldn't do the other test drives. I would just buy that. You'd go car. with that one. Yeah. Now, would you take a third baseman with you? Yeah, for sure. So you would. T- who do, who would you take with you? Definitely my dad. You would take your dad yeah. to help you negotiate. Oh yeah, he's a negotiator. He is a negotiator. Yeah. So um, did, <laughs> maybe is I he, changed my mind. Is I he from the car industry? Mind. No, he's not from no. the auto industry. So he's okay. I'd like to see how they deal with uh, your pops because yeah. Um, this you guys ever heard of the the cartoon uh, called King of the Hill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've heard of King of the Hill? Mm-hmm. Well, there's an episode where um, Peggy wants to get a new vehicle, right? And so Hank is saying, okay, we're going to go visit my buddy John. He's been my car salesman for the last 20 years of my life, and he's going to give us a deal, and that's the only person I deal with, and blah, 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 blah. 
So Peggy gets upset because she wants to actually do the, the, the process herself. She wants to go negotiate. She wants to go buy the vehicle. So she goes to the dealership and she deals with John, right? The same guy mm-hmm. and uh, goes in the box with him or starts negotiating the deal and gets to the part where she's going to get it for about $7,000 under uh, MSRP, right? Um, yeah, MSRP. I don't. Manufacturer uh, suggested retail price. So sticker price. She gets oh, okay. 7000 under sticker. Mm-hmm. We'll just say that. And right as she's getting ready to sign the paperwork, here comes Hank, right? And her husband opens up the door and says, you know, I didn't know you were here. Uh, you've been here long enough. Let me go ahead and negotiate this deal for you. I'll get it done. And kicks her out of the room and negotiates the deal. When uh, And she's upset. She's mm-hmm. you know, rightfully upset. Right few minutes later uh the gong goes off right right the balloons kind of fall because they just sold a car and hank's son and uh hank goes i got you that car and don't worry i didn't pay one dollar over sticker price <laughs> you see what i'm saying yes mm-hmm. um so that's where i'm talking about the analogy of thinking that uh hank thought he was smarter than the dealership and mm-hmm. this is his guy that he's been working with forever and the guy just made it seven grand on him mm-hmm. even though it, so that's why i was saying that they would love you if you go in there thinking and the same with your dad i don't know if you would be in that hank hill kind of yeah oh i situation. wouldn't act like i knew more than them but i would just try to be their friend so they'd give me a better deal would you do any research on how to buy a car oh yeah i mean I, yes what would you google uh, what terms how to buy a car from a dealer, like, uh, would you do? Would you Google things like uh, ways that dealerships try to make more money on you? Even yeah. terms like, mm-hmm. how would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Educate yourself as much as you could, yes. or mm-hmm. not really. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Where would you search that at? Google. Yeah. I'd probably ask my family first, and what, then Google. What about YouTube? I didn't think about YouTube, but. Well, if you didn't think about it, you can't use that as an answer. Yeah. No, I didn't think about it. They say that YouTube's the number two search engine. Uh, online, it's the number two search engine. You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Like if you were, uh, if I asked you how to make uh, pecan cookies or something like that, a majority of people will go to Google, but the second majority would go to YouTube. For how tos like that, like right. how to make something, I would definitely go to mm-hmm. YouTube or go to Google first, and then that would direct me to YouTube. And I'm a visual guy because I would, I would, I would YouTube it as well, mm-hmm. uh, just to watch the video of somebody explaining to me how a car dealership is going to try to make money off of me. Yeah. I can read a list, but mm-hmm. okay, we're there. We're, we're almost yeah. at the end of this and get you guys back. <laughs> this is really great information. And also for the people that work here at Auto Alert to understand how the, the shopping process for the generation Z that mm-hmm. we have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, so you buy the car, right? Your dad's going to play third base with you. Mm-hmm. Going to negotiate it all out. Then you get the vehicle. Uh, question for both you guys now is to get that vehicle serviced. Right, because you're gonna have mm-hmm. to get the oil changed every three or four or five months. Um, are you first going to go back to that dealership that you bought it from, or does that matter on your customer experience, or where are you gonna get it serviced at? Um, well, for me, Jiffy Lube, or are you gonna go back to the dealership? For me, like just an example, whenever we bought my car, it came with like four or five free oil changes. So that, that got you back at the yeah, dealership, but it was at any GM dealership. Oh, so. I see. We just went to the closest GM dealership to our house. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't the same dealership, but it was just... It was through GM. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It wasn't through the... De- the dealership was probably ticked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not yeah. going back there and then able, if they have an auto alert or something, they're going to mm-hmm. upgrade you or upsell you. Oh, hey, Mackenzie. I usually go to like mom, pa places or like Oil Express, place like that. Just out of convenience for me. Oil Express or... Unless, unless you were given... Eight free oil changes. Oh, yeah. Then you would back. go back to the dealership. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Well, this is great. This may be, this is a conversation that Mike DeLay, our CEO here at AutoAlert, has been wanting me to have with Gen Zers. I'm sure that your um, your friend Julian would love to hear this information <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. uh, do you notice not once did I mention that connection? Yeah, I know. I'm kind of surprised. Why would you be surprised? I want to respect you for who you are. I know, but yeah. my brother is a big part of who I am. You know who her brother is? Yes, I do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Her brother is uh, Phil Dixon. Uh, yeah <laughs> sales director sales operations director um yeah so thank you uh yeah, just thank real, you. real fast before we go yeah give me uh give me just a couple paragraphs of what you're doing in your internship here at auto alert so so far i've been making user stories and doing a lot of market research and um, like what we just did yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit kind of yeah but on like competitors and competition and stuff and it's been super busy on the fourth floor because there's some releases that have to get pushed out really soon so okay it's been pretty hectic so wow crazy yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you did a lot of research yeah collecting data and and then uh, d- d- delivering it or are you having to put the presentations together or what is it yeah so I've had to put like uh, a couple reports together so far are you learning and, anything or are they just like yeah, yeah. driving and, you up there no, I've I've definitely learned a lot about like competitors and about our products and who's our number one competitor? Um, I'd say Vin, Vin. Elite, or Vin Solutions with their Vinstar yeah. or Vin's what's it called? Uh, Vin Target. Yeah, Vin Solution number one. Who's number two? Uh, either Dealer Socket or Elite, probably. E- so the CRM companies are our mm-hmm. biggest uh, competition. I would say that's what I found. That's what you're. Uh, of yeah. course, yeah. I want to hear. What about uh, what about like uh, Mastermind? Yeah, mm. I didn't have to do any research on Mastermind. So Mastermind is just yeah. kind of like. So it's mostly the CRM companies that's what, developing yeah. some kind of data mining mm-hmm. uh, product. Mm-hmm. Wow. Any of those that we should be looking out for that are close uh, to us? I mean, DealerSocket had a ton of products, but I don't know how necessarily close they are. And that is called, what is DealerSocket's product called? Uh, I can't remember. Not Gold Digger, that's E-Leads. Yeah, I'm not sure. DealerSocket just had a ton of yeah. products. Okay. Like a ton. So that's what you're doing. You're doing comparisons. You're doing yeah. That that's kind of stuff. what I did the first couple of weeks, and now it's been a lot of user stories. And what's um, a user like? What do you mean user story? So that's whenever you create a ticket for like developers to work on, that just tells them pretty much what they need to work on, like what they need to fix within Pando. Jira tickets? Yeah, yeah. So a ticket goes in and says that this is wrong. So these are coming in from dealers. Yeah, or anyone. So I'm trying to figure out what a what a uh, user story is. Yeah. So what, user story is is somebody using Pando mm-hmm, that that says mm-hmm. that they're having a challenge with the part yeah. of it. They send in a ticket to support. Support mm-hmm. then uh, creates a Jira ticket that goes to yeah. development to fix the problem. Yeah. Right. So and user you, story is like as a Pando user, when I do this, then like this is happening. So if this, then that on mm-hmm. on a user. Yeah. And then you come up with like criteria to fix the problem like given when I'm logged into Pando you're recording these like you're what do you mean we have to type these out you and type them out into Jira and you put it okay yeah sounds sounds uh, technical yeah a lot of rock I, I don't have a cl- I'm not big into software what do you want to be when you get out of college um, just something in leadership really something in management I have a track in project management so a project manager a project manager yeah a lot of those needed yeah I need one <laughs> they won't, I can't hire one I'm supposed to already have one, but whew, she's been my project manager here a little bit. <laughs> uh, Mackenzie, what do you what do you do in your internship here? At, uh, which, by the way, we're going to go here in a second. Uh, coming up next is uh, we have a game show called. Uh, we get to play. No, this is oh. pre recorded, called "Dang It, I Should Have Known That." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a trivia game that we had. Our reigning champion Matt Koppel came back in and took <laughs> on um, took on Kristen 
Dugan, Dugan, Duggan, something like that. She's one of our mm. political, or political, uh, product consultants. Almost mm-hmm. said political consultant. Well, I can't tell you. That's all part of the show. Ah. It's coming up after this interview with you guys. <laughs> um, so we're going to wrap this up here in a second after I talk to you. And then stick around because we have that game show coming up uh, coming up next. So, so what do you do here? I just kind of bounce back and forth between the 8th floor marketing team and the basement with Joey and Drew. Um, when I was up, when I'm up, doesn't ups- sound creepy at all, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. When I'm upstairs, um, I've kind of just been doing like some research into our like YouTube and our YouTube compared to our competitors' YouTubes. Um, same with other kind of social media platforms. Um, when you're I, upstairs, yeah, that's what I did like the first week. That's what I they have here. you doing. That's what I did the first week I was here. I did no, like that's YouTube. My, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. I did. Well, I think that's why they did it because <laughs> they knew I because they knew I was interested in social media marketing. I mean, that's like I gotcha. My thing. Um. So I just kind of took inventory of our videos, et cetera, et cetera. Do I get to see that research at all? Or yeah, I mean, I have it typed. I'd up. like to have it, please. Okay. Thank you. I'll send it your way. <laughs> um. And then I've just been able to sit in on big meetings about um campaigns coming up, which has been really um interesting marketing campaign yep and then downstairs with joey and drew i am helping plan the marketing strategy for next year um and also kind of content ideas for social media social media content uh marketing don't i don't want the marketing team upstairs thinking that i'm building a strategy for their entire it's the social media (laughs) marketing uh strategy i just gotta you gotta be careful about that gonna be like what so yeah, what is what has been your favorite uh, part about what you've been doing here? What's what's what projects or anything have it really kind of like it stood out? Like I really enjoy this. Mm, probably kind of creating the social media strategy for next Could year. Could you say that with a little bit more attitude? I appreciate that. Sorry, so. <laughs> sassiness. Um, yeah, definitely that though. Um, I don't know. I kind of like to brainstorm with you guys. Um, I think we all three have a. We have very good ideas and can combine really well. All right. Well, I, I love having you a part of the team. And if I, if I were able to uh, take you for all five days instead of just the two, it's, I'm like, it's like Todd Napier, our director of marketing, and I mm-hmm. are like a divorced mom and dad where <laughs> I get every other, every other weekend and two weeks in the summer, mm-hmm. right? That's when I get Mackenzie. <laughs> uh, but, she, but I would absolutely, I could, uh, there's so much more stuff that I'd love to, to teach you or to learn yeah. from you. Uh, so if I'm telling you, if they don't have anything really going on for you, whatever, I got a ton. Right? Definitely. So, and I'm not going to just have you writing Jira tickets, okay? <laughs> Sounds boring. So, Austin, uh, what's your last name again? Johnson. Austin Johnson mm-hmm. and Mackenzie Johnston. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, for being on here. This was fun. Yeah, I'll let you know yeah. this thing went, we almost went an hour and 10 minutes in this conversation. Oops. Wow. Isn't that crazy. <laughs> All right. Stick around. We have, uh, what's it called? Uh, dang it. I should have known that. It's all coming up next. Want to see if a particular job might be a good fit for you? Want to gain a better understanding of how another position functions? Apply for job shadowing today. Encouraged for any position and not just current openings. Gain insight and broaden your understanding of how another position may fit you by job shadowing. Availability may vary by location. More information is available at InsiderArrowAlert.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Wolf, Corporate Communications Manager out of the Kansas City office. And I'm here just to remind you about our Above and Beyond Recognition Program. It's a peer-to-peer recognition program that highlights those that have gone above and beyond here at AutoAlert. 
If you're in the Kansas City office or remote and you would like more information, contact me, Jennifer Wolf. If you're in Boston, contact Ashley Carwile. And in Irvine, contact Claire Miller. To nominate somebody for Above and Beyond, go to InsideAutoAlert.com. Well, hello! You are listening to the Auto Alert game show that has everybody and their brother saying, Dang it! I should have known that. Here's your host, Joey Little. Oh, look at that. Look at that cheer. Thanks, Drew Black, for introducing. That was a, that was really a lot better than I thought it was going to go well, off. Yeah, I, if I had a nickel, you know. For every time something went better than you thought it was going to yeah. go? Yeah, or at least, yeah. It is the game show that not only brothers, but also sisters are saying, dang it, I should have known that. Uh, the uh, game show here at Auto Alert that takes place in the Auto Alert Underground Studios. Our reigning champion is back with us today. Uh, everybody say hello to, well, actually, Drew, would you like to introduce our reigning champion? Our reigning champion back for his second game is Dave Matt. Yeah, let me get uh, let me get some of that. There we it's go. Just Matt. It's really just Matt. But How are you, Matt? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. How's your uh, week been uh, as champion of uh, Dang It, I Should Have Known That? Well, um... So far, I've had no one stop me in the street to ask me who I was. I haven't signed any autographs yet, but yeah, oh, and I haven't seen a check either. So no, that's not. Uh, we, there's no check. If we did give away a prize, it'd be a dollar ninety-eight, and that doesn't happen until the end of the year. So you can get a new W nine. Uh, it'll be taxed by fifty percent. So and uh, our challenge. So we know here on the uh, dang it, I should have known that uh, we take the champion from last week. Congratulations, Matt, who uh, out overpowered uh, Claire. Turner. Claire Turner. I wouldn't call that overpowering. You pretty you, you wipe the floor with her, Matt. Uh, <laughs> this week we have a new uh, challenger coming all the way from the uh, uh, Department of Sales uh, as a political consultant. No, you're not a political consultant. You're a project consultant. No, you're a product consultant. Correct, yes. So everybody say hello to uh, Kristen. <laughs> Is it Duggan? You have to actually. It's a. This is an audio thing. Oh, okay. So if you just wave at people, I was waiting for my cue. You sound rude <laughs> if you don't say anything when I say say hello to everybody and you just wave. <laughs> so it's Duggan, right? Yeah, I'm Kristen Duggan. Duggan. I'm a product consultant on the seventh floor currently. What's a product consultant do? So I pitch the product all day. That's it. Well, I mean, there's a lot to it, Joey. You have to sell things in order for the company to Jeez. run, right? So you sell. So, I, yeah, I you close s- deals. I don't close deals. No, I just present the product in a way that's uh, in, ec- exciting, so that when we pass the deal over to the regional team, the regional sales reps, they go ahead and do pricing and they close the deal. Tell us a little bit more about the sales process. Uh, well, it starts first with sales development associates. What I heard, what I heard is she's on the team that ensures we all get a paycheck. Hell yeah! Well, all, the chicken I mean. or the egg, man. I'm telling you because yeah. Matt's on the team that ensures that we all have oh, a paycheck too. Wouldn't you agree, true. Matt? Definitely, I yeah, agree. Yeah. So, uh, so Matt, would you say that your job is kind of like the guy at the auto, at the auto dealership who like gets into the back of the car with you and tells you how great the car is and then hands you over to the slick guy who's going to convince you to pay all kinds of money? Is is that kind of what you do? Yeah, it's kind of like the good cop at the dealership, right? Yeah. Uh, who's the bad cop? The GM, I'd assume, the guy that, that no, who's the ba- who would be the bad cop in your situation? Lucas Bixler. Um, <laughs> I'd rather not name names. Just saying, you know. 
All right, so uh, Matt, you know how everything works. Yes. Uh, I'm going to explain to everybody. Uh, we'll do uh, uh, Kristen how this is going to work. There's three rounds to. Dang it, I should have known that. the The title of the uh, of the show is pretty much what a lot of people say during this uh, contest, this uh, game show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask you that the first round is going to be what we call the steel round. So there are 20 questions, uh, just generic. Uh, every I mean, maybe not everyday knowledge, but some of them are depending on what you get into, what you read, and things like that. Uh, we're going to let Matt pick who's going to go first since he's our reigning champion. I ask a question. You've got a few seconds to answer the question. If you do not answer it or if you get it wrong, uh, the person against you has a chance to steal. Each one of these questions being worth how many, Drew? I believe one. One point. That is true. By the way, I want to use this a lot. <laughs> oh, that's the best one. <laughs> All right. So uh, so if you get a question you don't know it, he, can, uh, he will steal it and he can take the points from you. But if you do get it right, you will get one point. That's 20 questions. So 20 points available for either one of you. If one person can't get any of them right, <laughs> then the other person steals them. Then we'll move on to the second round. The second round is a lightning round, which you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, each question being worth? I think three points. That's correct, Drew. How'd you get that? I uh, remembered yeah, how to you. read your fingers. Yeah, there we go. So you'll get, it will just be you alone, Matt and Kristen. It'll get, uh, it's, uh, 10 questions in 30 seconds. If you don't get all the questions, well, you don't get all the points, but if you get them all right, you have a chance to get 30 points. Uh, you do not have an opportunity to steal in that round. The person with the most points going into round number two will be the person that uh, uh, decides if they're going to go first or go last. Excuse me as my computer goes asleep on goes me over here. Crazy. I'll be honest, I'm a little intimidated at the moment. You being should that be. You're I'm going up against the champion. Yeah. yeah. Champion but if you do win, Kristen, you're going to go on and you'll be uh, facing somebody new next week. Okay. Just like Jeopardy, if you ever watch that. And then our final round consists of, this is where it gets kind of unique and how we make it our own. Uh, the final round is, we'll ask you a simple question. You don't get just one guess at that question. You actually get two oh, guesses no. at that question. That's a lot of right. people uh, don't go with their first instinct, and they always go with their second, and they're like, dang it, I should have known that, and yeah. they go with their second. So if you do get the question right on your first guess, how many points do you get, Drew? Ten points. You do get ten points, and if you get it right on your second guess, how many points do you get, Drew? Five points. Five points. So while we're doing that, I'm also going to be scrounging and uh, looking for some paper for you guys to draw on here in a second to uh, to, to write your, your, your answers and some markers that would help out. Um, but I'm not quite sure. Maybe I just tear the I back of this thing I off. Gosh, you got it. Yeah, but what about uh, pens and markers and stuff? You don't mind? In the Boston. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Kristen, uh, Matt, are you guys ready to play Dang It, I Should Have Known That? Ready. Ready. You, you are ready to play that. So, we are going to go ahead and start. Uh, Matt, since you're the reigning champion here at Dang It, I Should Have Known That, we're going to give you the opportunity. Do you want to go first, or do you want to uh, go second? I'll let Kristen go first. You're going to go first. You're going you're gonna to put the, the jacket down on the puddle and let the lady go first. Jump over. Has anybody ever done that? Have you ever put a jacket over a puddle so a lady doesn't get her <laughs> shoes wet? I would honestly rather just pick her up. Yeah. But I maybe carry that, her over? Yeah. Yeah. What about Kristen? Anybody ever done that for you? No, but I'd like to see it happen, actually. You would like yeah. to see it happen. Yeah. Just remember, though, the last guy who actually did that got beheaded by the woman he put the <laughs> jacket down for. Jiminy Christmas, who was that? Sir Walter Raleigh. That's where that's from. The oh, owner of Raleigh, North Carolina? No, he was such a Raleigh's stupid named kid. after him, yes. Raleigh Sports? Such a yeah. But no, he was a, he was a famous explorer, pirate, theologian. Why would somebody cut your head off and you put your jacket down on the ground? Somebody else's lady? Well, she didn't want to be his lady, I think was the big part. Mm. I think, Kristen, and you're going up against a guy that knows that kind of general lost. trivia right there. I think we just might as well just call it now, don't you think? Not only did he ruin so. his jacket, but he lost his head. That's yes. terrible. Goodness Although, gracious. admittedly, losing his head was long after he put his cloak down. But, oh. Yeah. 
it took a little while. All right, Kristen, here we go. As much as I'd love to stick around and listen to that conversation, I've uh, not having a hard time sleeping nowadays, so I don't need the help. Um, <laughs> here we go. We're going to go back and forth. Kristen, you're going to get the first question. If you don't get it right, Drew, I'm going to need you to help me out with a three-second buzzer on that. All right. Uh, and then, the Matt, you know, uh, as well as anybody here, that you can steal. I will tell you, last game, uh, because uh, it has not gone out today, it will go out today, mm-hmm. um, Matt smoked Claire in the first round, but Claire came back, didn't she, in the That's second true. round and smoked Matt. Yes. So don't think that you're at, you're out even if he's doing well, yeah. okay? Because okay. really, most of these questions are just made up anyway. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Christian, the first question goes to you. On television, what was Flipper? A dolphin. That's correct. Matt, what was given on the fourth day of Christmas? Three. Four calling birds. That is correct. Christian, what did Jack Horner pull from his pie? Wow. Three. Two. Oh, look at Matt. He's ready. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to go ahead and kill the music here. It is actually, uh, Matt, you want to steal? No. You oh, do okay. not want to? You want to even try? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's coming up blank. Candy stick or something? We're looking for we're looking for plum. Looking for the word plum. Pulled a plum from his pie. Y'all plum wrong. Back over to Matt. Who nailed in the Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria? Christopher Columbus. That is correct. Christian, uh, which company is owned by Bill Gates? Microsoft. That is correct. Matt, what is a baby rabbit called? A bunny. That is incorrect. Kristen, what's the name for a baby rabbit? Puppy. That is incorrect. Mm. It is a kit or a kitten. Oh, kitten. Looking for kitten oh, or kitten. So close. Yeah. I thought over, they got eaten by kittens. Moving Raccoons over to, are, are kittens too when cute. they're babies. Those are called trash pandas. <laughs> Kristen, back to you. Which or who was Stan Laurel's partner? Who was Stan Laurel's partner? Mm, somebody by the last Sorry, name. Sorry, Nobel. No. Hardy. That is correct. It was Oliver Hardy. Okay. Matt, what non-alcoholic cordial cordial is made from pomegranates? Shirley Temple? Mm. No, looking for a cordial. Uh, Kristen, uh, what non-alcoholic cordial is made from pomegranates? No idea. It is grenadine. Grenadine, what we're looking oh, okay. for. Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought it was uh, cherry. It is grenadine. It is from pomegranates. Uh, Kristen, close. back to you. What is the largest state in the United States of America on uh, uh, territorial-wise, like size-wise? California. Land, land size. That is incorrect, Matt. Alaska. That is correct. Mm. Matt, what digit does not exist in the Roman numerals? Zero. That is correct. Kristen, who starred as the $6 million man? Uh, uh, oh, I have no idea. Matt with a steal? Lee Majors. That is correct. Matt, Crazy Horse and Sitting Bull were born in what U.S. state? South Dakota. That is correct. Kristen, uh, what was Norman Bates' hobby in Psycho? I don't know. Matt, Norman Bates' hobby in Psycho? Knitting? Stuffing birds. Stuffing birds we're looking for. Matt, where did Jim Morrison die? In a plane. That is, whoops, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Uh, Kristen with the steel, where did Jim Morrison die? Paris, France. Uh, We will take Paris more specifically. Can you get into it more specifically? Where did he die? His Uh, girlfriend's house. That is incorrect, but we'll still give you the points. Uh, In a Paris hotel bathtub. Uh, Yeah, close enough. Uh, Matt, uh, what color is the black box carried in an aircraft? Orange. That Emergency is orange. Correct. Kristen, what product was introduced as a cure for urinary problems? <laughs> what product was introduced as a cure for urinary urine, urine, urinary problems? Urinary mm. problems. What year was it introduced? I can't give you that. Oh, man. We're going to give you. 
Matt, what product was introduced as a cure for urinary problems? Beer. Answer is... Milk and magnesia. That is... Whoops, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm pushing both buttons now. <laughs> Answer <laughs> is... for Pepsi-Cola. Pepsi. Ouchie PP. Uh, over to Matt. Which animal has legs but cannot walk? What animal has legs but cannot walk? Two, three... No Kristen. A shrimp? That is incorrect. It is a hummingbird. Hummingbird. Wow. Uh, Kristen, a baseball travels 9% faster in what U.S. city? Less oxygen, possibly Denver? That is correct. Wow. Matt, right. roller coasters originated in what country? The United States. That is Kristen with the steel. Roller Germ coaster. Germany? That is looking for Russia. Last question, and this one goes to Kristen. Uh, between, I don't know how we got back to you. Maybe that's how it works. Between 15 and 20% of what disappear from shops, grocery stores each year? Shoppers. <laughs> You're going to say shoppers. Yeah. Between 15 to 20% of what disappear from grocery stores each year? And you say shoppers. That is incorrect. Matt? Um, food. That is Incorrect. We were looking for looking for grocery carts. Ooh. Grocery carts. Oh, and at the that's end of, why they put the locks on the wheels. Now, how intense was that, Kristen? Did you, you see you're trying to take drinks over there while we're doing a rapid fire trivia question uh, thing, and you're like, put it, you pick it up, put it down, pick it up, pick it down. So I'll tell everybody right now, you have a chance to go ahead and take a drink from your sodas or drinks that you brought. Matt, you didn't bring anything. No, you didn't need it. <laughs> oh yeah, such a bomb. So while Drew is tallying up the uh, the scores over there, Kristen, tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? What's your favorite color? And what's the last book you read? Okay, yeah. Um, my favorite color is going to be that neon pink behind you there. It's like a magenta. Not everybody fuchsia. listening okay. to the show can you tell exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. neon it's, pink it's like, magenta. Ma yeah, it's that's yeah, that's really pink. bright, really and, bright and pink. Fun. It's also right next uh -huh. to you on the uh, the lead belly picture. Yeah. It's the same color that's down in the left hand corner. It's a beautiful color. Uh, I'm from Wilmington, Massachusetts. Congratulations. Thanks. Been here for two years. Uh, anniversary was last. Last Thursday, actually, the two-year anniversary. So when I sent out, uh, where's your favorite summer vacation, mm -hmm. you sent back somewhere in Massachusetts. Did you say your favorite summer vacation was for where you're from? Yeah, because my family, we have we have a bunch of boats out in this little marina, and it's just so much fun, you know, because we all go out on the boats into the ocean. And, um, Does your family talk like this? You get the park, the cod, Harvard yacht? Yeah. And they do that? Yeah. Little Bobby, uh, little Bobby Kennedy in there? I love it. Yeah. Matt, where are you from? Originally, just about two hours northeast of here in the Chillicothe, Missouri area. Chillicothe, Missouri. Chillicothe. Well, yeah, I went to a little rural school outside of Chillicothe. But Quite a difference between you and Kristen's upbringing. You didn't Probably. have a, you didn't have an ocean with uh, sailboats. No, I had the Grand River. Or River Grand and, Ditch. and catfisting, where you stick your arm down in holes and catch catfish that oh, way. Oh, heck no. You never did that? <laughs> but it is popular in the country areas of Missouri. It is quite popular. It was quite popular among my classmates, all 12 of them. Wow. What is, uh, do you have a favorite color going on right now, Matt? Blue. blue. Actually, the Ford blue. That's my favorite you color. Like Ford, always has been. Always the oval blue? Yep. All right. Well, thanks for, joining, for both of you joining. We're going to jump into second round here first. But... Oh, my. Drew Black with uh, tallying up those scores. Let us know what that score is now, Drew. It took me a while to tally, but if points were children, Kristen would have quadruplets with four points. And Dave Matt, well, he'd be the Octomom with eight. <laughs> so, so basically eight to four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's it. Quite a... <laughs> All that's right. I, didn't, I wasn't quite sure if I was following that. I, first. Know, I don't I, know how those things work. Yeah. So now I'm Octo Matt. Thank you. <laughs> or Octo Dave or Octo Dave Matt. Octo Dave Matt. Well, you have a few points, which makes you uh, uh, Dave, Matt, Few. So, did you get that? Dave, Matt, Few? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I, I didn't. Here's the thing, I Kristen. Was, I, I, I screwed up his name last time we did this. His name is Matt, but I was calling him Dave. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, was it Dave or Brad or it something was like Dave. that? Yeah, yeah, Dave. Yeah, it was all about the Dave. And he said he wanted to be a Dave. So here we go. Moving I was into, lying. Moving you know. into round two. Matt with the lead. Matt, I'm going to ask you uh, just for the randomness of the questions. Now, remember, this is a 30 seconds to answer as many questions as you can. You can pass. Um, uh, and, and you get three points per question, Drew. three points. Yeah, so... Uh, Dave, would you like to go Straight first, place. or would you like to go second? I'll go first. You're going to go first this time? Sure. Now, we'll let you know I did uh, incorporate the... Uh... All right. You're going to hear... Once you hear... Uh, when I get done uh, asking the first question, you'll hear the music start. Uh, music is timed out to 30 seconds. When you hear the horn go off, that means we are out of time. And, uh, Drew, I'm going to need you to go ahead and uh, tell us if they get the answers under the bell or not. All or, right. Or Sounds under good. the... Uh... All right. All right. So let me uh, turn my computer back on. We, we're nothing but professional Bros. quality stuff going on. Can somebody teach me how to turn my so a computer just doesn't turn off? I'd love to do that. Yeah, okay. uh, we'll call in uh, Tommy. All right, are Submit you a ticket, uh, couple of pro bros? There's pro actually bros. an energy savings. Yeah, I got to get rid of that. <laughs> Who wants an energy save at these yeah, time of day? Too off. late. No. All right, so uh, Matt, are you ready to roll? I'm ready. Now, Chris, and I do have to remind you, you have to keep uh, your trap absolutely shut during this uh, this part of the show as Drew gives you the hand signal of yeah. uh, no talkie-talkie. No trapping. Do not distract uh, Matt at all because this is the round he usually screws up, right? So, <laughs> okay. deal? This is where you win it all, Kristen. <laughs> Let's see. All right, so here, hopefully, here's the problem that I got going on, Matt. I'm going to start the music, but I'm afraid that if I hit the wrong or right sound, it might kill the music, and then we're kind of screwed. You see what I'm saying? Sure. No. We're still working this out. Okay, yeah. So uh, give me a second we're just Jane to test Fon- this here. We're a little Jane Fonda up in here. Okay, just so it does it work. It do- it's it's going to be fine. We're going to okay. be fine. Cool. All right. Thanks for distracting while I did that. Matt, yeah. you ready to roll? Ready. All right. Once you get done with the first question, your time is going to start. And the first question is, which UK punk group had its uh, had hits White Riot and London Calling? I have no idea. You have no idea. According to J.K. Rowling, what are muggles? People who don't have magic. Look for ordinary people. Good job. Which pop group were named after the inventor of the seed drill? No idea. That's... Uh, Jethro Toll. Uh, which mammal has the longest gestation period? Elephants. That is correct. In baseball, where do the Blue Jays come from? Oh, uh. That is in. Not enough time there. We're looking for Toronto. Yeah, Toronto is what we were looking for. So you did, I uh, did exactly how you did last week, Matt, which um, we did get through a few more, but. Uh, Wow, what do we got? More messages coming through. Uh, Drew, you want to tally those up, and how did we do? If points were children. No. <laughs> you got six extra points for a total of 14. So now I have 14 children, you're saying? 14. So, man, I'm going to go back a little bit. The UK punk group that had the hits White Riot and London Calling was The Clash. Uh, the seed drill was Jethro Toll. Uh, Elephant is correct. Toronto is where the Blue Jays come from. Uh, you did get uh, five questions in there, but only but two answers. Two answers. Kristen, are you ready for your second round of speed questions? Born ready. You're born ready for this this moment in your life. All right, here we go. When you hear the first question, once I get done, you're going to hear the music. You have 30 seconds to get as many as you got right. And here we go. In the 1994 movie, The Lion King, who narrates the voice of Mufasa, Simba's father? Oh. If you take too much time on these... Okay, skip it. Okay. 
Uh, what is the name used in the study of earthquakes? What is the name used? Seismic, seism, seismology? That's correct. By what other word are the Motion Picture Academy Awards known as? Motion Picture Academy Awards? Uh, uh, Grammys? I mean... That okay. is incorrect. The hard white material of an elephant tusk is called what? Ivory. That's correct. The iron and steel industry was developed in what city by Andrew Carnegie? Pittsburgh. That is correct. Did you get that one in there? Yeah, she got it. So we, we, we're going back to the other uh, word for Motion Picture Academy Awards, Drew. You know what that the one Oscars? is? That is the Oscars. Oh, I always yeah, put right on your microphone, bro. The Oscars. It is the Oscars. Uh, and also famous among grouches. So uh, yeah, so we're gonna tally those up. And uh, how are you doing right now, Drew, on getting these tallied up? Well, with Kristen's took me a uh, bit. Three plus three plus three is nine. Plus four is thirteen. So Matt. You're ahead by a mere one point. So this is going down to the, uh, this is coming this down. This is so a wire. Here's what we got to figure out now. We got to figure out something for these guys to draw on or to write on. How, what you guys are going to do here is, uh, do you try not to, do you guys need something to write on? Yes, please. Let me give you these things. Just make sure they don't bleed over into my notebooks here. Okay. In fact, if you just want to, um, either way, what you're going to do is I'm going to ask you a question. Matt, you've done this before, so you know what's up. We do have a uh, tiebreaker question too, if, but it doesn't look like this one's going to go into a tie. The final question is is going to be worth 10 points if you get it correct on your first guess. So you're going to write your first guess at the top of the, the paper, and then you're going to draw a line, and you're going to put your second guess at the bottom of that line or below that line. Do two guesses, right? You good for this? Yes. If you put the same guess and you get it right on both of those, you don't get 15 points. You just get the 10 points. And this is a very close. So this is very close. <laughs> my heart's My heart rate is a little bit up. You know? Matt, are you a little intimidated that Kristen was born for this? Yes. <laughs> you are. Not a little intimidated. A lot intimidated. A lot intimidated. I kind of want to cry right now. Yeah? Yeah. Kristen, are you ready to do this? I am. I prefer a ballpoint pen, though, just for the record. I prefer my tie, but I'm... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, <I'm>, <laughs> But I got to be able to read it. If I can't read it, then you don't get any points. <laughs> All right, let's do it. That's the first. I, I never thought that would ever happen in the history of this game show. That somebody's complaining that we give them a marker instead of a pen because they prefer it more. You think with I'm our sorry, budget, Alex, we yeah. would already have everything? Everyone Excuse would me, Alex want. Trebek. I don't really like this buzzer that I'm yeah. supposed to be pushing down on the Jeopardy show. Can you yeah. give me something more that I can slap instead of push? I don't want to answer in the form of oh, a question. Geez. Admittedly, your show doesn't have much history. So, are you kidding me? Uh, it's a lot of history. It's the longest. Yeah, we it's were the longest running game show in Auto Alert history. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> And Jeez. we were talking about Andrew Carnegie, which is obviously history. Or is it Carnegie? Yeah, it's but Carnegie, it's Carnegie yeah. or Listen, Carnegie. Somebody from the, somebody from the data, data group talking smack. I know. Man. Well, Kristen, you have won. Yeah, congratulations, Kristen. <laughs> no, here we go. All right, here's your question, guys. Uh, in fact, you'll have 30 seconds to answer this question to write down your answers, okay? And I have to be able to read your, question, your answers. Hmm. Here's the final question. And away we go. What is Grandpa Simpson's first name? From the cartoon The Simpsons. What is Grandpa Simpson's first name? Matt looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe Matt has never seen an episode of The Simpsons. He has not. Kristen uh, has a little bit of a Bart Simpson look to her with the blonde hair and the... Uh, she could go a little Lisa Simpson, I think. Give her a saxophone. So here we go. And you're just going to have to guess uh, if you've never seen it. But what is Grandpa Simpson's first name? Here we go. Since who has the, the most points? Right now, Dave Matt. 
Dave is Ma- in the lead. So we're going to go to Kristen first. Kristen, uh, what is your first guess on Grandpa Simpson's first name? And she says, yeah, I got to see it, kid. Can't read your ballport. George is incorrect. David is incorrect. No points for Kristen on this one. We were looking for, uh, well, let's check and see uh, what Matt has. So, Matt, you may have just nailed it. um, Only by accident. But, Matt, here's the thing. You're already the winner, bro, because Kristen got no points. (laughs) Okay. Should we do an all or nothing round since since they didn't know? Well, here's With the, that here's the well, the answer to the question uh, is Abraham. Abraham was the name okay. of Grandpa Simpson. Uh, but Matt, you are the uh, you are the, the the champion this week as Rating well, champion. knocking out uh, Kristen. So completely uh, by accident. Completely by, by accident. So. Uh, what do you uh, What do you got to say, Matt? Congratulations on this one, man. That's uh, that's really good. Well, congratulations to Kristen. Thank you very much. Turn Thank your head you, a little bit to the microphone there, Matt. Oh. Congratulations, Kristen. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Did he come across as intimidating as you thought he would be? He absolutely did, yeah. Were you happy a little bit? Did you have a little bit of hope when he kind of blew the uh, the, second the second round? round. But then you kind of came in and, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do feel like I did not it. humiliate myself, which I think is good. He took, I think everything would be absolutely different in this game. It would be the tides would have been turned if you didn't take so much time on that first question in the, in the lightning round. Okay, noted. A, you took a lot. Of, well, you're never going to come on the show again. Well, I was going to ask for an invitation back. James Earl Jones voiced yeah. Musafa. James Earl Jones. Yeah, you're yeah. right. From The Lion King, it was James yeah. Earl Jones. What do I have to do to get an invite back? Say, no, we, well, we got to go through the rest of the 550 employees, yeah. and then okay. we go right back okay. to the, to the front. <laughs> and you'll be right after Claire Turner, because, Matt, you are our champion. Congratulations, Matt, on this whole thing. In the I whole history. the guy here so far. In the history of this game, this was the closest in points ever that's wow. true yeah. Okay. ever okay. yeah yeah okay and, out of the yeah. two episodes and you're the second our second favorite uh losing contestant ever yeah. <laughs> Kristen. so yeah so uh, drew go ahead and take us out of here uh well dave matt we will see you next time for the third edition of dang it i should have known that Stay tuned, folks. Thank you to our sponsors, CXM, Auto Alerts, uh, Modern Dealership, also uh, Microsoft, uh, Lion King, uh, Pepsi. Pepsi. Which, by the way, if you guys are having a tummy ache or Andrew. if you're urinary tract infection, Pepsi. Yeah. Apparently, you don't drink it, you pour it on there. That must be why <laughs> I'm so comfortable. Have a great day. And Toronto. Keep smart. Toronto, to Blue Jays. Toronto. Yeah. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening to the Inside Auto Alert podcast. Remember, all views and opinions by anyone on the podcast are represented to themselves and do not necessarily reflect the ideas or opinions of Auto Alert. If you'd like to be a guest on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, reach out to Joey Little on Vando, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.